welcome to another episode of Women on the Rise, where we are in Australia interviewing some incredible female entrepreneurs. And I'm sitting down with Jen Bowers, who is the founder of Gen B Brands, who is a branding expert extraordinaire. And what I love about Jen is that she has so much wisdom about branding. And branding is one of those things that every entrepreneur needs, but sometimes we forget. So I'm diving deep with Jen to find out everything that we need to build the very best brand possible for our business. Welcome to the Women on the Rise podcast. I'm Jen Blandos, the founder of Female Fusion, and this is where we look at everything entrepreneurship for female entrepreneurs. Whether you are just getting started or you have a seven or eight figure business, we cover the topics that matter most to you as you are building, growing, and scaling your business. Welcome to the podcast, Jen. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited you're here in Australia. Oh, well, I love coming to Australia. I think it's, so I first came two years ago and since I came, I think you're about times. Yeah, Cheers. quite a few. And so obviously I need to come to Dubai. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, we do international over here. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I've heard about that today, but more about that today. And I mean, as you know, obviously I'm a member. Yes. But I've heard more about working internationally, which is very exciting. I know. But do you know, I mean, from working internationally, I think that so many people forget all the opportunities that can exist that we look internally within our countries that mm -hmm. you're used to yes. and don't realize that there's so many other opportunities around the world. You're so right. And I think in Australia, we are very insulated because we're so yeah. far from everywhere. Yeah. So we literally do think within our compliance. Yeah. But... My mind is opened. Yeah. Too. Well, you do know, 16-hour flight. Uh, actually, it's about 14 hours yes, to fun. get to Dubai. That's not fine, Emirates, so it's okay. Oh, absolutely. It has yeah. to be on Emirates. <laughs> it has to be on Emirates. <laughs> Best thing that comes out of Dubai, other than female patient, of course. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. No, I am a huge fan of Emirates. Oh, so, Jen, tell yes. me. So, you are a browning expert. Yes. Tell me a bit about, like, the story behind you and your brand oh my gosh so i my background is actually as a graphic designer so from when i was 10 years old i actually knew that was what i wanted to do um i don't even know how i knew that they existed to come like hey this is where what that was the thing when i was 10. yeah i don't know how i knew i found out something i like this is what i want to be so i literally aimed myself you know for this so I wanted to leave school in year 10 um, to do pursue graphic design. Mum and dad said no, because I was only 15 and I was quite young in my year. And so I had to stay and do two more years of school. And then I applied for this particular course, which was the course I'd figured out that I wanted to do. Um, and there was like 5,000 applicants and they took 75 of us. And I didn't make it in the first round, but two people dropped out, so I got it. Amazing. So that was very exciting. And I was one of the youngest in the course. Um, and ever since then, that is what I've done. So I've worked in design studios. I've worked in advertising agencies. I've directed both large and small. I've worked on some, like, it's funny, I don't look at them as being amazing clients, but they truly are. Like, I work with the Commonwealth Bank. I've worked with Citibank. Um, I've worked with Swarovski Crystal. Um, I've worked with the RTA in Australia, Kimberly Clark. So I've worked on some really amazing accounts. Um, but now I actually choose to work with um, feminine energy, I like to say, rather than just females. Um, small brands, small businesses, startups, generally personal brands. 
Um, and I am deep dived into building brand foundations underneath the appearance. So many the visual identity. So many businesses don't like if you think you're building a business. Mm-hmm. Running oftentimes is not one of the first things that you no. think about. No, because we want to do the fun stuff. We want oh. to do the fun instant gratification logos. And I am Mrs. Instant Gratification. Like when I want something done, I want it and I want it now. Yeah. And that, of course, is the most obvious thing for somebody to do. They're building a business, right? And they need a logo and a website. Yeah. <laughs> and now I have a brand. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Not sorry. That is not true. <laughs> so, okay. So for, for people who haven't gone through the whole branding process or listening to the podcast, why why is having a brand so important for your business? So I want you to think about it like this. It's an analogy I often use, and I feel that it's a really strong one. So think about when you're building a house. You choose the kitchen. You choose the bathroom. All of the fun stuff, the colors, the exterior. But what happens if you build that house on sand? You want your house built on strong foundations. Because what is going to happen, except if you're in Dubai, um, the house the house is going to crack, it's going to crumble, bits are going to fall off it. Yeah. And eventually you're going to have to move out. Yeah. So we don't want that with your business. So we correct. want to make sure that when you invest in the logo, website, social strategy, copywriting, all of these things, you are not throwing money against the wall and hoping it sticks because you don't know your personality, your why, your crew, your how you know none of these things and you're just going, I just want something pretty. That doesn't work. Yeah. That does not work. So you've got to build those strong foundations first, then you build the house. I agree with you 100% on that. You know, and my very first business that I had, this was like over 20 years ago, mm. nobody really knew anything about brand. Like branding was something that big multinational companies yeah. governments did right small businesses couldn't afford that so it was like i created a logo in photoshop and it was terrible and mm. you know we were stuck with that logo for years yes but i hated it and didn't feel that there was anything cohesive that really brought everything together and that created a problem as the business grew look it really does and this is the thing um inconsistency in your brand, you know, and not and not loving it. Like for me, it's just so important. And the thing is, branding is very intangible. It's like, well, what is a brand? I have a logo, so I have a brand. No, no, it's so much more than that. And interestingly enough, you talk about that logo that you did not love. Yeah. Um, a bit underneath it, you had strong foundations and you still managed to build this very strong brand, even with a logo you didn't love, because that's yeah. actually something I say to the ladies I work with. And this is something that's probably really important. I mean, I have a fairly, you know, recognizable brand. Um, and I will say to my ladies when I first start teaching them, so tell me girls, what, do you know what my logo looks like? They're like, no, no, actually. Does it have a flamingo in it? Yes, it has a flamingo in it. <laughs> but, but they don't know my logo. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the power of branding. Of course. They know me. They know what my brand stands for. They know who I work with. They've got no idea what my logo looks like. I can't remember your logo and last year one is big lot to national. That's exactly right. But that's where everybody gets a little bit distracted because they want the pretty things. 
So, so let's talk about flamingos for a second. I love flamingos. I love your pink, popping pink personality. <laughs> I've, for you, flamingos feature quite a lot in your Thank your you. business brand, your personal brand. Um, talk to me a little bit about kind of branding and authenticity and how that all comes together. So, especially in a small brand and a personal brand, these days people love to connect. They want to create relationships. They don't want something that's just transactional because we're online a lot. There's so much noise online. So you need to stand out like a flamingo in a flock of seagulls. So people will come to you, they'll follow you, they'll get to know you, they'll get to trust you, they'll relate to you, and then eventually they will purchase from you. But it's, it can be a process that can be 21 times somebody might connect with you, see you, get an email, before they even purchase off you. So they've got to trust you. And like you know this, Jen, there are so many people out there yeah. spruiking their stuff without even having experience what they're doing and people I mean I get it's happened to me yeah it's happened to me I bought from people that really do not deliver um so it's really important to trust and I mean that's a whole other thing as well when it comes to showing up because a lot of people feel quite nervous about showing up but unfortunately you do if you don't show up the other person who might be half as good as you who does show up who's like I don't care I'm gonna go and do it they're the ones who are going to capture more market share Absolutely. And it is, it's scary to show up. I spent a long time myself trying to be invisible. And I don't know, that's, that's not how, like, that's not how I'm going to get people to work with me. I love what I do. Yeah. I love helping ladies build these strong businesses. Um, you know, my mission is, um, you know, to build a brand that is a flamingo and a flock of seagulls. So like, if life is not the fairy tale we always wanted it to be, we have a business that allows us to stand on our own two feet. Now, that happened to me, divorce. Yeah. I've been made redundant. It's important. I mean, there is illness. There's so many things that can happen, and it's really important. And in Australia, one of the highest incidents of homelessness is 55-plus women, and that's terrifying for me. As a 55-year-old woman, Yeah, it's terrifying. So that's why I work with a lot of midlife ladies to help them build these strong brands. But isn't that... So the- this is a thing that I think is amazing about owning a business is that it gives you, when you work out how to run a business, how to build a profitable business, and that it gives you control over your life. It gives you power over so many things that even if you haven't had a salary before, now you have that control to make those decisions that you want. Yeah, 100%. And the thing I love too is because my business is fully digital, you know, I can be in Dubai teaching, yeah. I can be in Palm Springs teaching, I can be anywhere in the world yes. doing what I do, which is amazing. That is so cool. Now, for people who aren't seeing the video, because some of this is audio and video, I just want to say to people that you are really living your your brand, that you know, your um, flamingos feature very strongly in everything you do, and Jen has the pink flamingo hair. And a pink flamingo earrings, yes. sparkly pink flamingo earrings, and a pink flamingo dress, and pink boots. Yep. But a pink watch. And pink nails. And flamingo my nails. And a flamingo nails. <laughs> so you are definitely living pink flamingo brand. I am. Yeah, I am. Because this is the whole thing too. You know, don't just talk the talk. Yeah, walk the walk. Yeah. So I 
talk because I work with personal brands. You know, I talk about brand embodiment and, you know, getting your brand and being your brand. I have to do that myself. Yeah. And of you course, it's be like, do as I say, not as I say. Yeah, I can't be beige. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing, though. It's given me so much permission to actually become who I was always meant to be. For a long time, I was living a black and white life, black hair, black clothes. Now, wow. you know, as I started, as I started to build a business and I learned my brand personality and, you know, my why and my voice and all those things, it was like, whoa. Yeah, I I want to be this, you know, flamingo because this is what I teach. I see so many women finding themselves like that, especially in entrepreneurship, like late thirties, forties, fifties, even sixties, where they're like, I don't want to be like how I was. Whether it was, you know, you were married and you were unhappy with that, or you had a career that didn't fulfill you, and then all of a sudden you're like, Woo, this is me. If I want to have pink hair, I will. One hundred percent. And I mean, that's probably comes back to me. I was working in corporate. And I was a corporate brand designer in a global company and I was made redundant at 52. I went, what am I going to do? Oh my gosh. gosh. Like not even half of your life, right? Like there's so many things that you can do. And I don't think sometimes people think, oh, you're in your 50s. Super old. Yeah, it's not. No, it's not. And the thing is too, when something like that happens to us, all of the self-limiting beliefs flood back up. Of course. Oh, you know, it's because I'm I'm not good. It's because I'm not enough. It's because I've got pink hair. Because I just started to get into the colourful thing at did the you, end of that corporate. See, did you have the pink hair? I did. I did. And how did that go? Well, because I was the designer, I, I managed to get away with quite a lot. Right. And it was only about two, two or three months before I was made redundant that I'd done the thing. Maybe it was because of the pink hair. Anyway. I now look it back and I celebrate that day every year and I call it my rebirth day. Do you know, when I, when I hear people say, you know, oh, it's so terrible and I lost my job, saying to them, like, look at this as a gift. Yeah. Like, this is a, this is a gift from you, that this is the universe saying to you that what you did is not your path anymore. Either you belonged a different company or... This is you getting that opportunity to do something completely different. Absolutely. I look at it as a gift. Yeah. It truly is the day I came alive again and the day I started with the transformation. Don't you wish that you could always go back in time and yes. say that to yourself? I do you know when you were like, because mm-hmm. I'm sure like I would have probably been crying my eyes about like, what is happening? Yeah. 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 Mid, Mid-COVID. Uh, you know, it was like. Oh, we were all like, what are we doing? Yeah, the Bofic, right? Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, uh, as I said, um, it's a gift. it was a gift. And on my second birthday, because I had been a brand called Ping Pong Pong, and I realized again I was hiding behind that name because I didn't want to be seen. Um, so I did actually, with the work of my coaches, uh, we came up with the name Jen B., and it sort of morphed to Gen B-E so I could help other women be, be who they were meant to be in the first place. But on that was in the April. It took me till the October to actually do the rebrand and to announce it. And I did actually announce it the day, the second birthday, the second rebirthday. Oh, and I threw a little party. Yeah, I threw a little party. I had cake. I had balloons. I dressed my cat as a flamingo. We danced. We had fun. And I, I actually do celebrate that day every year now to say thank you. I wake up with gratitude. Well, I wake up and practice gratitude every day, but always on that day. It's like, I'm so grateful this is now my life. 
that I get to live and I get to help other ladies do the same. Love that. Now, question for you yes. that gets asked a lot. Yes. Personal branch versus corporate branch. So this is the thing. There is quite a difference. So personal brand, you can still be a business name, but you are the person behind the brand. So you are the one people see. You are the upfront and center, and you're often the one that people will work with. The brand is based around you. Yeah. Corporate is a bit faceless. So like we think back to Nike. Um, do we know these people in Nike? No, we know the brand. Yeah. We know all about the brand, but we don't know that person. So that's why I actually choose to work with personal brands because I'm a connector. I love to connect with people and I love to create personal brands for them. So it is, personal brand is the person yeah. behind the brand. Now, do you, do you find, because uh, I, I kind of looked at this with female fusion as well, and I took the decision that was, there's Jen Lavis, the mm-hmm. personal brand, and I have opinions and I talk about things and I share ideas on social media, and then there is Female Fusion, the company that Jen owns. Yes. And what I've done to keep that separate is I have my team yep. manage the Female Fusion. Yes. So there is a brand, and sometimes I have to say to them, I'm like, stop putting my picture everywhere because I don't want it to be, you know, to have people think that I'm like a coach or you know, yeah. they're going to join Female Fusion and I'm going to flog stuff to them. Mm-hmm. And that's not, not what it's about. But then there's also the Gen Gladness, which is separate. So it was like, you know, I own Female Fusion. Correct. This is my vision. This yeah. is what I'm doing. And what I do as well as the team manages Female Fusion, mm-hmm. I do my personal stuff. So anything that you see that comes out from me mm-hmm. is actually written by me, not about by me, because I don't want I don't want anyone managing that because yes. it needs to feel like it comes from me. One hundred percent. And I think that's often a trap people can fall into by hiring a social media manager. Yeah. Or and then getting them to write the information when they're a personal brand. Yeah. I you know, as I said to someone this morning, it's like, How do you you know what what do you post your podcast on? Like you know, my VA does that. Yeah. But I write every post that goes on my Instagram. Yeah. Every email I write. Yeah. It's all done in my voice. Well, especially if people are buying into you. They might yeah. have that. Yeah. And that's where I've thought about that because even, you know, eventually I will self-gimbal fishing. Mm. No, I'm not. All of us are going to exit at some point. And so I've been thinking about that. They're not going to buy Jen Blandos, so I'm going to get old. Yeah. That's well, not interesting. Not effort, you know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it will be they. It will be somebody who will want to take that business and so yeah, Malaysian is a business owned by Jen Wados, mm-hmm. but there's also all these other people and members and the yep. big community, and so it's a different a different sort of thing. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's the thing. You know, when when you're you know building a business like Female Fusion, like there's always an exit strategy. Oh yeah. Um, it's like with my husband's business. You know, he is not. It, it's a, it, he's not a personal brand. Yeah. Um, he has a, tra- a strategy and he's building towards strategy. Yeah. Even though I can't ever imagine him retiring. I don't necessarily want him to because, <laughs> because <laughs> then that, that he'll be nodding. But when you've been an entrepreneur, it's quite hard. Do you ever really retire? I don't think so. And I mean, no. he was saying, I, I'll still be doing this when I'm 80. I'm like, I think you will be. Yeah. Well, I think I, you will you come up with other ideas, right? Yeah. So sure. we're always idea machines. They never stop. Things. They never stop. Now, what about branding? Does branding, so we're talking about coming up with the brand, it being your foundation, uh-huh. everything else. Yeah. How does that flow 
into other areas of the business. So again, those foundations, they do dictate the direction for everything. So for me, um, when I'm teaching my ladies, it, I teach them brand personality first. We discover their brand personality. That dictates an awful lot. So I am a creator magician. So, you know, I'm colorful, I'm innovative, but I also transform brands and I create clarity from confusion. So that weaves into all of my messaging, everything I do from my visual side, um, I'm very colorful to the way I write. Um, I am quite informal and casual in my tone because I want people to think I'm like, you know, more like a friend. Yeah. Um, and that goes into the social captions, into emails, into my course, into everything I do, everything I present is consistent yeah. with my foundations. And it's all about the voice. You know, why, why do I do what I do? Because that's something that's so important. A lot of people, oh, to make money. Well, no, actually, it's so much deeper than that. Yeah. You heard my mission. My mission came about because... My ex-husband left me with my mother and our daughter. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? So what did I do? Well, he said, I, I said to him, I'm going to buy you out of a home. He's like, you'll never be able to do that. And you were like, watch me. Watch me. Yeah. 12 months later, I built a business that allowed me to buy him out of our home with the largest mortgage that my mortgage broker had ever got for a single woman. So and that is why I'm so passionate. So my why is so important. I want other women to have that opportunity. I love that because I, I see so many women who have had rubbish things happen to them. Yeah. And, you know, it happened to me as well. Mm. And I've gone through a divorce and I walked away from my business. And I really want to see all women have access to opportunities. So do I. And unfortunately, society's not fair. And I, mm. I find... I was talking to a friend the other day and was saying the more that I work with female entrepreneurs and see the whole environment, the more feminist I become. Because younger Jen was not feminist. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I can have feminism. Mm -hmm. This is rubbish. And then when you see it, you're like, hang on a minute. So you're saying we get 1% of funding opportunities and like 1% to 2% of procurement opportunities, yet we're 50% of the population. Like how, how does that work? And so you do realize just how important and powerful all of this stuff is. 100%. And these are only facts that I've really literally been introduced to by you. Yeah. So it's like, like, doesn't it? And yes. I think about that and you're like, are you serious? Like, what the heck? Like, why? And it, even for things like procurement opportunities, I mean, this is fact, like statistics backed up globally one to two percent mm. a few countries maybe it's a bit higher like three to four or five percent but still how is that okay well it's not and the funny thing is i guess because i surround myself by amazing women yeah i don't see it yeah like that and i had no idea those yeah. figures were so bad and you just become more and more of a feminist every single day oh yeah <laughs> absolutely and so looking at branding yes okay i see a lot in not so good branding. What are typical branding mistakes that small businesses make? One, they don't build their foundations. Yeah. Biggest one. But number two, um, they go visual before they know who they want to speak to. Because it's all well and good to go, oh, pink's my favorite color. 
Yeah, but that's but, not going to work if your customers are a bunch of dudes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's not about you. It's about what your people will like. Yeah. And that's so important. And that's something that people forget so often. Yeah. Um, people, people hire people. They hire designers. They spend a lot of money. They go to business coaches and they spend thousands of dollars. But if you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, who you're speaking to, your voice, all of these things that come together underneath, but just throwing money at the wall. Um, a lot of people think I, you know, I have to have that fancy logo to build a strong brand. No, you can, and I mean, heaven forbid, I am a graphic designer. I'm a brand designer. Yeah. I say build the foundations, go and create something simple on Canva. That is all you need to do yeah. because as I said, people don't know your logo half the time. I don't even have my logo on my Instagram. Yeah. So, but they know me. Isn't and that's the big thing. Have a look. I hated Canva for a long time. Good. Now I love Canva. Yes. Now I love Canva. I have to go, oh, you're talking to a traditional graphic designer, yeah. Adobe, Adobe, Adobe. Um, but, but it just makes it accessible, right? Because so I think much more accessible. at the end of the day, we need to look at some things. Having a business is not cheap. No, it's not. There are so many things that you need to do. So we're talking about things like getting your branding right. Yeah. It costs money. It does. And, you know, to go the, the, the route of hiring somebody like an expert like you or somebody yeah. else can cost a lot yes. of money. And not everybody has that. I know. But there are things that you can do by yourself. 100%. Make the money and then you can look at doing. And if you know, if you have built foundations, you can go onto Canva and create consistent imagery. And that's the important thing because your brand needs to be consistent everywhere. You don't want to be like a chameleon, like one color one day, another color another yeah. day, another color. Because everyone's going to what? Right? Yes, it does. So how would you, if somebody's doing that, if they're kind of like a bit all over the place with that, how, how can they get a little bit more consistency to that that, what would be your advice other than working with you? Like, no, I'm not going to say that. But go and even Google yeah. brand foundations. <laughs> um, honestly. Or if you're in PayPal Fusion. In <laughs> Fusion. Yeah. I've got that information there. Well, that's it. Go, go and work on it. I mean, you, like, you don't have to work with me. Well, yeah. there is information out there. It truly is one of the most important things because it just saves so much angst later on. A lot of people are probably listening to this and going, okay, maybe I need to revisit my brand. Maybe I haven't done what or maybe need to work on it. Mm -hmm. For somebody who doesn't have the budget and realizes that maybe they missed this step when setting up their business, mm -hmm. what are some quink and dirty steps that they can do now that we hope that that'll get them through to be a bit more consistent? Yes. And then maybe they'll be like, okay, now I've grown my business, I've made some money. Now I'm going to really invest my brand. So play firstly, don't beat yourselves up. You know what? You don't know what you don't know. Totally. It's that simple. This is not something that is an obvious thing. Um, it's something I've spent years learning about, and it's something that not everybody knows about. So please don't beat yourself up. If there is one thing you could do, find out your brand personality. That is defining. It was an absolute game changer for me. That leads into your brand voice and tone. Then I want you to think about why are you doing what you do? You heard my why. Why are you doing this? Why does it excite you? What, what, what are you passionate about? Then I want you to think of your values, the purpose, the vision, the vision for your brand. And then 
who who are you talking to that is you know obviously such an important thing but by doing these steps first you will lead to who you're speaking to i when i did this myself i cut out a lot of people because i always say you know i may not be everyone's cup of tea yeah but i'm sure as um heck somebody's cup of coffee correct um, yeah so you're not going to appeal to everybody, and that is okay. But you shouldn't appeal to everyone. Exactly. Because you want to you want to work with people who are going to be your best. 100%. You want people that you connect with, that you're going to have fun with too. And that's really important. Like, a lot of my people, when they come to they're like, oh, branding, it's so, you know, it's so hard. I'm like, no, let's make it fun. Yeah. Like, let's make this fun. Yes, it's deep dive work. Yes, it can actually be a little bit confronting yeah um however you make it fun you make it fun and so yeah that's the the quick down and dirty and if there's a one thing i'd recommend go find out the brand personality definitely and let's make it fun and make it fun so jen tell me what do you have coming up that's exciting in your world oh my gosh so so many things i've been planned for next year um i have my course um that i will be actually really diversifying um i'll have an evergreen because very important to me for startups to learn this yeah it it makes it accessible right it does and that's very important to me that i keep saying that's very important to me but it truly is you know i'm very defined by impact so i want as much impact for startups so Mm -hmm. there will be an evergreen version of the course then i run the course live um a couple of times a year and of course there's obviously the one-on-one work um i they you know People can work with me in just an hour call. I've actually just planned that all out for 2024. So I'm very excited um, to actually scale it up and help as many people as I can. Many, you know, ladies, feminine energy, whatever, um, become a flamingo. Because we need to stand out in this crazy online world that we live in. We need lots of flamingos. We do. We do. And do you know, Chen, we have lots of flamingos in Dubai. You're going to have to I, I obviously need to jump on that Emirates and bike and come over to Dubai and meet some flamingos. Well, quite frankly, any excuse to get on Emirates plane. <laughs> <laughs> After my experience flying to New Zealand, oh. um, first class, yeah, it's just bit, beautiful. We're a little bit spoiled. Oh, honestly, I said to my husband, right, we need to go to Dubai because I need this for longer. Yeah. Well, there you go. We have a retreat coming up in Kenya. No, I know. So maybe that might be a fun one as well. But Jen, okay. thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and showing that having a brand for your business does not need to be scary. It's not scary. It's it's fun. And it is. Be a flamingo and a flock of seagulls. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I love to come on and talk brandy. Um, and I'd love to catch up with you. Oh, so thank you. Thanks, Jen. Thanks for joining me for this week's episode of the podcast. Now, if you are thinking that maybe your personal brand could be a little bit shinier, I've put together just the resources for you. Female Fusion's personal branding toolkit goes into everything that you need to secure speaking opportunities on podcasts, speaking opportunities at events or conferences, and to be able to nail the very best personal branding photographs. It's all together in one handy pack with mini trainings and Canva templates. I've included the link in the show notes and all you need to do is hop over there and grab it.